Hi, I'm Brittany. And I'm Otis, and this is Mindfully Mind Blown, where we talk about spirituality, personal growth, healing, and so much more. We hope that through these conversations, you hear something that resonates and may help you on your own journey. I'm going to talk about how we hold ourselves back from things. Yeah. Like living in the Winland. Yes. What's your Winland like? <sighs> Currently, I feel like my Winland has been very tied to like my work and my career and telling myself like I don't know, just like when I like get a client I'll do this or like when I sell one of my art pieces I'll feel better about it and like you know it's just always tying it. I honestly my worth to <laughs> the outcome mm-hmm. of what it is that I'm doing rather than just putting up things out there and like doing them I'm tying my worth to the outcome of those things yeah wouldn't it be crazy if we just like accepted that we could be happy now without everything being perfect I read that today it's like hey did you know you could be happy without anything like it's just a matter of how we think I I love how your your windland is like tied to work and my, my wetland is tied to like everyday life which <laughs> is so exhausting I'm like oh when I clean the walls in my house I'll feel content or at home or something which is like new for me to come up again because like I thought I had shed that mm-hmm. intense like OCD thinking but it's not the case at all yeah and it's interesting because for me, I feel like because I'm so stressed out about work and money and things, like, it's hard for me to even think about my household and, like, worry about if it's clean or not. Like, I haven't cleaned my room and I don't even know how long until today. It's clean as hell. Because I was like, oh, okay, we're doing this in my room. I need to clean up. <laughs> like, I love that. I vacuumed and everything. I vacuumed the birds area. Like, yeah, I went all out, but yeah, normally if I'm not like, I don't know, if I'm not where I want to be in like my career and I get, that's like a big aspect of my life, honestly, yeah, <laughs> I mean, my career. I think career is a big aspect of like everybody. They were, it should be to some extent, you know, mm-hmm. because like it's, your livelihood that's how you survive that's your money honey yeah and it's really like i a really base of security honestly and um i remember my coach's husband telling me how there's like those levels of what we need to get to the next thing and like the very basic thing is just security and then like i forgot what it was but it's like a scale of like you know how we can move to the next thing not necessarily like living in that one land but it's just like when you don't have your basic human needs met Mm. you can't really like live oh normally 100 (laughs) percent. like i agree with that like full force like i see homeless people all the time it's like you deserve you deserve clean clothes you deserve to know where your next meal is coming from and you deserve shelter i genuinely truly believe that everybody deserves like their basic human needs being met mm-hmm. but i guess with that like i think your basic human needs are totally met 
just it's an emotional thing yeah which I totally understand <laughs> like you know better than anyone that I can relate and understand mm-hmm. <laughs> that because like I have my own yeah. <laughs> emotional struggles yeah that's true but yeah it's funny because I think you're right like my basic human needs are definitely being met and I think like oh yeah I'm like talking to the it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> um I think, like, where I've struggled with it is that, like, I'm not meeting my own needs. And, like, are like you... these needs are being met by the people around me, which I, I'm so grateful for. You mm-hmm. know, I'm grateful that I have people that do support me and love me and, like, you know, are willing to help me. It's just, like, I've been so focused on being, like, hyper-independent for so long that it's hard to let that support come from outside of me and it's like i'm gonna play devil's advocate for a second are you not meeting your needs or are you not meeting your expectations of not yourself meeting my expectations yeah i used to have like insanely unrealistic expectations of myself and things in life um do you feel like your expectations are realistic no not at all and then why on earth would you hold yourself so high? <laughs> like, I when I when I realized that I was like, that's just unrealistic, mm-hmm. you know. Like, I can't think of an example right now, but I realized that and I was like, wait, that's stupid. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have these expectations of my children that are insanely high, and then them not be able to like live up to them and just set my set them up for disappointment and myself up for disappointment or whatever mm-hmm. not saying that like I would be disappointed in them for not achieving whatever but like why would I do that to myself yeah like it's like I'm just steadily just getting off on the self-shame and like mm-hmm. hatred and that's one of the places where my self-love journey really started it was being like okay can you do a face mask every day and shower and lotion yourself the way you want to every day and work and cook three meals and do this and do that and, you know, deal with a toddler and do homework yeah. with uh, whatever? No. Yeah. <laughs> I can't because guess what? Some of that stuff does, does not light me up. Yeah. And I have to sprinkle things that light me up in there. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like what I've learned is like it's so important to like like the expectations I have for myself, I realize I would never have them for like my friends, my family, my loved ones and I feel like that's like a really good indicator of like you have very unrealistic expectations for yourself if you would never put those expectations on other people, which like I feel like in general I don't put expectations on people. You know, like I don't yeah. expect anything from anyone and like Cause, and, like, how fucking beautiful is that? Like, yeah, exactly. And, like, that's a big thing I learned from my coach is, like, having intention over expectation. Mm-hmm. And, Beth, <laughs> um, especially in, like, the work that I do, you know, mm-hmm. like, not expecting to really, like, um, I mean, if I host a workshop, I don't expect, like, $500 from the workshop, you know, mm-hmm. but my intention is to share a part of my journey because, you know, workshops are always very, like, would be the word for it 
like specific, mm-hmm. it's like on a specific topic. So I'm sharing an aspect of my journey and the intention. You good? Yeah. <laughs> my intention is just to share and put myself out there and like just let people know that I am available you know, yeah. for whatever. Um, but I don't expect to like do a workshop and then get like five clients from it or anything, you know, cause I've done that before and it's, it's not, yeah. <laughs> it's not usually how it unfolds, you know, like maybe for some people and that's beautiful, but it's definitely not how it's unfolded for me. So I've learned like every time I have these like very strict expectations on myself and not the intention it's just like definitely setting myself up for disappointment in the end of it and I feel like it's the same way with myself and people like I expect myself to do so much and expect myself to like just achieve do you think every single day (laughs) yeah that's fair that's fair I mean sometimes achievement looks like waking up and brushing your teeth and eating and drinking some water Mm mm-hmm and that's that's achievement yeah. I ha- that's something like I had to come to terms with especially for myself because like I used to struggle so badly with depressive symptoms that like I had horrible dental hygiene and like in one year I had to get like six root canals no joke wow. horrible um so I redefine like I had to redefine what success looked like for my day um for me and it was a successful day if i brushed my teeth twice i hydrated and i drank some damn water mm-hmm. now i kind of tr- a <laughs> i i try to determine success a little bit differently but i also don't think about it as much as i should yeah and that comes back to me needing to get more into like my divine masculine energy which mm-hmm. we'll figure it out someday yeah. <laughs> But I wanted to ask you, like, do you think there's a part of you that enjoys that disappointment? I feel, yeah. I feel like maybe not necessarily enjoy, but it's what I'm used to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that's what I was going to say, because, like... It's it's what feels normal to mm-hmm. me, is to... Even if it doesn't Disappoint and be disappointed. I, I have caught myself, I feel like I like subconsciously try to find something to be disappointed about or upset about every single day and that's just a shitty way to like go through your day you know just like yeah it's finding those things to be disappointed about and like but it also shows me like realizing that shows me like Dang, my life is so great that I have to. You have to look, look for, for it. <laughs> Damn, it must be must be nice, huh? Don't you love that? That must be nice. Thing? Yeah, like, like I literally went from having to look for things to be grateful about to looking for things to be disappointed about. And that's amazing. Every that's time so I drive cool. through that great that gate, I'm so grateful. Like you know, looking at that park and looking at the gazebo in front of the community, I'm just like. I get to live here. Yeah, your community is cute <laughs> as heck. I tell you all the time, I'm like, this is adorable. Yeah, like, literally every time I come home, and, like, I think that's the... that This is the first time I've really felt, like, grateful to be home, because, like, you know, I've always just kind of been out of the house, and I'm just like, I'm just not a homebody, and then I moved here, and I'm like, I love being home, and, like, 
you know, even I love hanging out at your house too or at my family's house, but I come home and I'm just like, I'm grateful to be home. Like, yeah. I'm grateful to be in this house. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's amazing. Like, and like, that's just so much growth and progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like amazing to realize that like, gratitude for the amazing things in my life comes so easily to me now like I'm grateful to wake up in the morning and hang out with this little chunky girl and I'm grateful to like sit at my dining table paint and have my bird on my shoulder and yeah like all those beautiful beautiful (laughs) like that's amazing and I think that like speaks volumes because when I first when I first met you like I of course didn't know you very well and stuff and so I had this like illusion placed upon me of like oh all this woman does is host events and does reiki and like that's her life like that's so cool oh my gosh and then we started hanging out on a more like personal level and i got to see this whole new world of you and like everybody is our mirror so i you know immediately was able to see in all of the ways we were so similar in terms of just kind of like friendship wounds and mother wounds and witch Mm -hmm. wounds and um like career wounds and things like that and their relationship with money and feelings Mm -hmm. with money and stuff because like we related so well on that and now like i when did that was that like april or may four months ago five months ago you're a completely different person which has mm-hmm. so, been so it's been like watching a flower bloom which is so beautiful <laughs> and i've been the same way with you honestly like you are also just like this completely different person from the first time we hung out like even the first time i met you you know because i think like oh of course had like sad <laughs> sad girl i think well, no, I feel like the first time I met you, you weren't very sad. Like, I felt like you were very, like, in tune with all the changes you were going through and, like, the deaths that were, like, happening within you. Um, I think, like, when we started hanging out more on a personal level is when I started seeing more of that, like, sad part. Yeah. And, like, recognizing that. Like, yeah. that, that's the sh- that is the face that I project to the world most of, I, I had projected to the world now that's Bell I heard a drink your phone no. <laughs> now that's just my face it's just the happiness yeah. like that I used to project it's authentic but anyways yeah. I will let you continue <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no I feel like you're such a different person from like even from the person you were when I the very first time I met you like well, not the very first time, because I'm thinking of, like, when you came mm-hmm. for a Reiki session. Um, like, I feel like you're even a different person from then, and, like, you know, just your beliefs, your spirituality, and, like, your energy looks different. And I feel like you were in a very spiritual state when you came to me for a Reiki session. And, like, I don't know, I was, like, just, like, really admiring how you were, like, telling me that, you know, like, these parts of you died, and you're, like all right, we're going through this, (laughs) you know, we're buckling down and moving through it, and, like, I really freaking admired that, Mm. and I also know, like, you know, you were going through the, like, was it, like, 
30 days of like doing shrooms yeah yeah oh my god i almost forgot that i did that (laughs) that was hell (laughs) but i feel like that i feel like that's what makes me see like the difference in you then and now that i feel like you know you were in that state then but it was thanks to the microdosing Mm -hmm. now you're in the state thanks to you and you're not having to like search outside of you for these like eye-opening things and these like big breakthroughs because I feel like that's that's what I got at least when you were like telling me about the microdosing for the 30 days and that whole journey you were going through I felt like you know you were turning to microdosing for those breakthroughs and epiphanies and all these things and I'm pretty sure other than when we went hiking I don't know if we've microdosed like um, very often <laughs> no so like we went hiking and I micro I think maybe I have like four or five times since then but I haven't really felt called to do it like I have my little vial that just sits on my shelf and I look at it and I'm like I'm good yeah I don't need it I'm okay yeah. but like that was it's like so profound that you said that because I was having a conversation with um Dylan And I was just telling him about how I spent like my entire life just like searching for things outside of myself because I thought that that's where I was gonna find like the happiness or the answers or uh, the peace or whatever. And life has this lovely way of just making you turn inwards, and then you're like, wait, yeah, wait. (laughs) We are all one, and everything's freaking okay, but it's 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 such a process to get there. But, like, what if we met each other, and I'm not saying, like, oh, if we hadn't met each other, we wouldn't have gone through these changes, but, like, what if just, like, being in each other's lives amplified? Mm Mm-hmm each process that we were go- we've been going through and are still going through because it's always a process right yeah I 100% like believe that we definitely like amplified that for each other and you know I think like it's hard to think like oh we wouldn't have gone through these things or we would have without each other mm-hmm. but like because it happened oh yeah <laughs> it's, like, like it's hard to see it like in any other way but for me I definitely feel like we did like amplify these things for each other um because I think for me I would have just kept running away from shit if I didn't have a friend like you to just let me know it's okay to like quit my job or it's okay to do like these things you know I feel like I don't think I necessarily put on a facade for other people but it's like there's not very many people I'm comfortable with talking about like like when I was leaving my job and hating it I wasn't really comfortable talking to very many people about the fact that I hated my job and I hated like going there you know and Mm -hmm. I because for so long I was saying how much I loved my job and I loved what I did and then I like you know had that hard realization that like oh shit no I'm not happy here at all (laughs) I don't like and I think like other than you and my coach I didn't feel comfortable telling people like yeah, I'm not happy here anymore. Like, I know I said I was happy last week, but I'm actually miserable right now. <laughs> and I think, like, just having you in my life really, like, amplified everything because it made it 
made me feel validated for one. Um, and I think you are just like, I know I've noticed for me when I step into people's lives, I tend to like, I think like just my energy is like an activator or just like a catalyst for change in people. And I think you're definitely that too. And I noticed that like for me, because I've never met somebody that just like triggered so much in me too, or like triggered so much change in my life and supported me through it. (laughs) Yeah. I feel, I feel like beyond grateful to like have you in my life. Cause I remember when we first like started hanging out and stuff, I just wanted to like bounce so much off of you because like I had never had a friendship like I do with you like I have friends I have great friends they just don't always seem to understand me and they they do their best but like I've never met someone who understands me on the level at which you understand me and like we don't even have to speak sometimes and you're like yeah I fucking know I'm like okay cool when your words aren't working I'm just like yeah words don't be worded sometimes (laughs) and like how freaking magical honestly like I think like we have the epitome of just like a divine friendship on every level that like you could want it and like I know that it surpasses like this time mm-hmm. and like space and everything like we are we are infinite which is so exciting because like it also like I feel like that infinite with you and when you're like with my family as well which mm-hmm. like lets me know like we all go so much deeper and I don't care I don't care to figure it out I'm sure it'll come someday yeah but like it'll come when it's supposed to and if it doesn't it's fine because I know, mm-hmm. which is also super exciting. Yeah. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. There's, like, a very different connection than, like, other friendships. And, yeah, I feel the same way with you. Like, you understand me in ways that most people don't or anybody else does. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe my sister-in-law. Like, I said, her and I are very, like, psychic together. But, like... um yeah I feel like outside of her I haven't had a friendship like this Mm -hmm. and like and I feel like it even goes a little bit deeper because you like just have a very not similar spiritual journey I feel like but like like in a spiritual sense Mm -hmm. you get me very differently um and understand things very differently and yeah it's just like a very like easy and comfortable friendship and it's funny I feel like at first we like not necessarily like tiptoed into it but it was like we would talk here and there hang mm-hmm. out like we hung out once and then hung out again and then hung out for like the next three days after yeah that. and then <laughs> and then it was over that's, that's how the most beautiful relationship <laughs> begin right you're yeah. like well she stayed the night and then she just never went the fuck home exactly. <laughs> um I was thinking on my way here that I was like, oh, well, what if you moved to another state? You would miss, miss Otis so much. It's okay. She'll just have a room at your house. Like, yeah. She'll just have her own room. We have this room. So. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Life is, life is fun. It is. It really is. And it has been fun, too, because, like, I, I feel like I've been at least four different women this year Mm -hmm. 
or a different woman. I don't know <laughs> if I said that right, but like, and I feel like maybe you haven't been four different women, but like, even right now, you're on the verge of becoming a completely different woman too, which mm-hmm. like I can, I can see and I can feel, which is, yeah. that's cool. <laughs> like, because uh, me a year ago would not have been able to wrap my head around the fact that I could feel and see and understand with someone like going through the changes that they're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean, on like a base level, I'm sure maybe I always did know that I could, but couldn't connect yeah that so it's interesting it's fun it's it's literally like i love flowers you know i love flowers so it's constantly just like watching blooming happy just beautiful (laughs) i know and it definitely feels like that like on both ends you know i feel like Mm. i'm constantly watching you bloom and you're constantly watching me and it's just like two flowers just blooming together and like it's so exciting i love it yeah and like watering each other when we need to water each other and Mm. you know just like just covering each other in soil yeah like like, we're really just leaning on each other supporting each other and just like loving on each other in beautiful beautiful ways that i feel like it's so easy to get away from it for women oh it is like it's it it's really easy to just be like oh you know like what is this person's intentions or whatever and i'm sure you know Mm -hmm. people don't always have the 100 percent. no actually not sure i know for a fact people don't always have the purest intentions or they're like fighting through their own stuff like their own personal things and like you said in the beginning of our friendship and stuff i was really sorting through some like dark things and i was like i don't know like i was calling out for you mm-hmm. energetically for such a long time i was like i just want to meet like i just want a friend that just gets it and like gets me and stuff and then i i got you and i was like oh this is great but <laughs> right now i i when we had first met i realized i was like oh i have to do this part alone Mm -hmm. and i would even tell dylan i was like i have to go it alone right now Mm -hmm. i don't have an option and he's like well i don't want you to and i was like i get that but i know that i have to and so i think that's why there was like that month span in between us hanging out because i remember like it was just a perfect month yeah perfect timing of a month (laughs) um because i was like we had gone hiking and then we had gone thrifting yeah so no we had gone hiking and then we didn't hang out again until we went to goddess temple oh. and then the next day we went thrifting oh, and then the next okay. day we did something else i yeah. feel like and that's <laughs> that's why i say it just went like three days back to back and it's like all right we're besties yep that's it <laughs> sign seal delivered we yeah done. exactly say less yeah you met bell so that was like yeah you know automatic win for you <laughs> yes Soft yeah. freaking mugwai. Love her. <laughs> but yeah, I remember like it was like literally a month in between us hanging out because I remember like I was on my cycle when mm-hmm. we went hiking. Yeah. And then when I invited you to the goddess temple, I was on my cycle again. Yeah, like, that's why I was like, yeah, it was a perfect. <laughs> and I thought, and I remember thinking like, damn, again. <laughs> like, and I it's funny because it was late. Like, because you know how I've told you like it'll switch mm-hmm. phases. So it'll be like a week late or a week early. So I didn't get it on the day I was supposed to. 
So it's like, oh, it must be switching phases. And then the day we hung out, it's like, boom, here I am. I'm like, what the hell? Is it just waiting for me to hang out with yeah, you? Yeah, I was like, you just, need to, you just need to be with her. It might be a yeah. little less painful. <laughs> Which it was a lot less painful than oh, when we I went hiking. That. Oh, I But gosh. also, we didn't go hiking that time. So. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so, um, we'd like to end this just kind of with, like, a collective reading for everyone. Um... I think it's really important too just to know like I know we were you know gushing about our beautiful friendship and stuff and like I know what it means to want that and all you have to do is set an intention in your life and that truly you know goes for everything just set the intention to you know meet your soul tribe <laughs> set the intention to be in union with your divine partner set the intention to have clarity like you all you have to do is set an intention and it might not manifest immediately and be and you have to learn to be okay with that but it will come to you when you're ready mm -hmm. so. yeah. and i'll preach that forever <laughs> yeah definitely you know like even how i mentioned earlier like intention over expectation because I don't know, trying to put like these rules on things, these expectations on things and how we're going to get them. It's, um, it's really going to block us off to all the wonderful gifts and the beauty that the universe wants to give us if we <laughs> expect it in a certain way or by a certain time or, you know, all the things. Um, but yeah, so having the intention to just you know, be happy, be joyful, be, like, feel successful, feel satisfied and fulfilled. I think that's really the most important takeaway that I want people to receive. <laughs> yeah. And like you said, I just want to piggyback on that. Don't be tied to your how. Mm -hmm. Do not be tied to the how of life. <laughs> yeah. Because you'll get exactly what you want, but it might not be with the who, what, when, where, and mm -hmm. why. But it's just the feeling. That's all we want at the end of the day are the feelings. So. Yeah. yeah. Yes. What deck are you going to... What deck are you using? So I'm using the Santa Muerte Tarot for this reading to <laughs> close out um and just want people to keep in mind um with collective readings you know it's very general so it's might resonate with you it might not or maybe bits and pieces of it will resonate with you so just take what feels good and whatever does resonate and you know leave the rest maybe those are little cookie crumbs for you in the future or they're just for somebody else i just remember too we moved into virgo season oh yeah that's interesting <laughs> And Mercury retrograde. Yeah. Yeah. Mercury just kind of lives in a retrograde. And it feels like it. I think sometimes. that's all it does. It's just like, no. That's, the, that's just the only time we hear about it. Mm -hmm. It's because, okay, it's funny because I feel like the only time we hear about it is because we are like, most people are so chronically online that that is like what they notice. Yeah, it's like the so, electronic like, issue. Yeah, and like, you know, Mercury really like messes with the electronics when and it's trying to tell you like, get the fuck off your phone or get the fuck off the computer and like, you know, touch grass or something. That was really so. coming in for uh, 
my living that's true <laughs> situation today. It's like go outside yeah <laughs> it was like no no you don't need this mm. is that thunder again uh-huh Ooh. yes I bring on it. the storm power might go out but <laughs> all right so we got ace of wands world oh, two times um three of pentacles ten of cups the tower and the ten of pentacles So what I'm really feeling with the reading is I feel like there's a lot of completion or things coming to an end uh, with the world and the two tens. It's, you know, the world is like the last of the major arcana and it's bringing everything together. Like if you look at like the traditional Rider Waite, it has like the four elements. Um, it has like four of the signs, like it has Taurus, Leo, um, I think Scorpio and might be Aquarius. I can't remember, but it has like all four of the elements um, around it, and it's like a wreath. So it's like definitely symbolizing that completion and everything just coming together in harmony. Um, and then the Ten of Cups, Ten of Pentacles, those are very like joyful cards if you like you know we saw them mm -hmm. in your deck earlier <laughs> um but it's just like really signifying like the ten of cups is really signifying like it it shows a lot of like family if you look at a traditional right away it's like a whole family like just coming together and like the kids are playing the parents are looking up at the sky in this deck it's actually a butterfly um and the bottom of the butterfly is actually like ribs because cups is um, it rules our emotions and, you know, a lot of emotions are held in our rib cage and in the chest. Uh, so it's like really signifying, um, I feel like it's really signifying like being in tune with those emotions and like, why is it like, I feel like something's coming to me and it's like not, <laughs> like, it feels very specific. Can be specific. Um, but yeah, it feels like just letting your emotion or not letting your emotions um, take control and taking them as they are and being in alignment with your emotions. Um, and then the Ten of Pentacles is um, so in this one again, like the Pentacles or the Tens are butterflies, and it's showing the feet. So it's definitely like a lot of grounding energy, um, and you know, Pentacles rules are material life. So it's feeling like it's um, it's showing completion and connection. I feel like it's bridging the gap between our emotions and our body and really like coming back in tune with both of those things. Um, what is Virgo? Virgo is an earth sign. So that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and Mercury is retrograde. It wants you to get back in touch with earth and just slow the hell down. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's definitely what I'm getting, like, like this whole um, reading, I definitely feel like it's saying, like, you know, slow down, the three of pentacles, it's a guy, like, watering the flowers, and it's just, like, you know, a lot of nurturing, the ace of wands is, like, you know, new passions, new um, excitement coming in, and then with the tower, it's interesting that, you know, like, all the cards are very, like, 
happy, blissful, and mm-hmm. like, <laughs> butterflies. Yeah, like literally butterflies and so much stuff. Uh, and then the tower, it's just, um, I feel like some people are definitely going to be hit hard by the Mercury retrograde, um, which is why the tower is coming through. And um, I feel for anybody that is getting hit hard by the Mercury retrograde or by any, I know we're having like a blue moon this month, I think too. Um, but yeah, if you're being hit hard with, um, anything that's going on right now and anything, um, that's happening in the world in general, um, just allow that to be a sense of new beginnings for you and allow it to just kind of happen. And like, it's wiping the slate clean so that you have a fresh foundation to plant in and water and, um, you know, move from that ace of wands into the tens and into the world. 